All right. I want to welcome everybody to the Ambit National Business Builder Call. My name is Lane Winsett. I'm a national consultant, Millionaire Club member, and very proud to be on the call tonight. We have a very exciting guest that's going to be joining us, Senior Consultant, Mr. Alexander Thomas. Are you on the call, Alexander? Yes, sir, I am. Thank you so much, Lane. Grateful to be on. Well, welcome welcome to the call. I do realize that it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's supposed to be well over 100 million people. I was watching it up to this point. Uh, there is a saying, I'd rather, uh, you know, successful people do what unsuccessful people won't do. So here we are. We're uh, at the end of the game, and I'm sure we'll find out what the final score is. Those guys have already made their money, but uh, listen, what we want to do is show you how to make some money with Ambit Energy tonight and headed into our kickoff uh, 2024. It's going to happen on the February 24th up in Arlington, Texas at uh, the live event that's going to be taking place, Live Texas, Texas Live. And so tonight we're going to be talking about a very important subject, something that is, uh, I think, very critical uh, to all of us. Uh, You know, really you don't have to be a super salesman to be involved with Ambit Energy, a lot of times people think, oh, I've got to be like Zig Ziglar or Anthony Robbins or, uh, you know, uh, Eric Worre, for God's sakes. I've got to be this super salesperson. But that's not the case, Uh, you know. And the reason why it's not the case is you don't have to be a real strong closer because uh, ultimately what happens is uh, you have to be able to – I just got uh, somebody drove by my – I'm doing this in the car, so I had somebody drive by – my point is, is that, you know, one, one of the things that's great about our company is, is that it's a very low threshold uh, to get started in our business. And so we're not selling, you know, cars or furniture or uh, some high ticket item like, uh, you know, a house, for instance, or a boat. Uh, and because of that, we don't really use strong closing techniques like you would in a traditional sales um, position or sales situation, uh, you know, because really, uh, uh, you know, if you think about it, uh, what is the, you know, what are we selling? We're, we're, we're selling an opportunity for people uh, to make money. And so, but it is important that we do have certain skills uh, that we use uh, in order to kind of make sure that people are headed in the right direction and that, uh, that we've done the right thing, uh, uh, we, that we've done the right thing to be able to help them move forward in their ambit energy career. So, you know, what I'd like to do is cover a couple of things that I think are very important. Number one, uh, um, you know, I, I know, Alexander, we talked about it. Maybe you can share with people a little bit about the difference between maybe, you know, a huge investment that they might make and an opportunity and, and something that's, you know, more reasonable and, and a business opportunity with Ambit Energy and why it's so important to understand that it's not a lot of money to get started. So, therefore, you know, it shouldn't be a huge decision if everything is structured properly when you talk to the a new prospect that you might be wanting to share this opportunity with. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lane. Before I get started, let me just say this, you know, to each and every single one of you who's on this call, and I've had a few people text me and say, hey, buddy, we're on the call. Big shout out to y'all. You guys deserve not only a hand clap, but uh, when I get a chance to see some of y'all, I just want to thank you. So I'm thanking you right now. You are some of the best of the best people to be able to get on this call. I appreciate it. For those of you listening to a recording in the podcast, you know we'll have this out there hopefully by this Monday evening. Um, thank you for listening on the podcast, you know, the recording. That, that counts. That's awesome as well. You're plugging in. And as Lane mentioned, you know, we're working towards kickoff 2024 game on. So tonight, man, you guys really are bringing 
the absolute A game in this business. That's to say, during Super Bowl 58, while some of y'all, I know your favorite teams are playing. I know I've talked to some of y'all this past Thursday evening when I got to hang out with the Duncans and the Fuentes and the Hennessys, especially after the live in-person meeting here in Houston. Uh, I got to say, I know you guys and your passion, but what really shines through is your passion for being part of the Ambit fam, for being part of our family, for lighting the fire and setting an incredibly high standard. So to, for example, this is just one example, guys. Emerson and Julia Fuentes just sending me a text saying, hey, buddy, we're on and we're with you. That is huge. So thank you so much, y'all. And I, I thank everybody else who's on. In the background, if you're hearing screaming, that's uh, my family and a bunch of people who came in from out of town to get together with my parents and all that's going on. For you guys doing the same kind of thing, big props. And I don't, I don't want to let it slide and not acknowledge that. So to the topic at hand, and we're looking at closing sales, right? And uh, we've got one of the most amazing experts in the industry with over 35 years in network marketing, and that's none other than our incredible host, Lane Winsett, national consultant, yellow jacket, you know, multi-millionaire, so the Million Dollar Club, right? Um, guys, I, I, I wish I could be sitting right now taking notes. I normally would be. I'm literally hunkering down in one of the guest bedrooms in this huge house that I'm at and praying to God. I'm literally surrounded by boxes and all kinds of random stuff because I'm like, guys, I got to go do this call. And they're like, wait, are you seriously doing a call and interrupting this game? I'm like, you guys keep watching the game. Okay, but I got to go get on this call because I'm wearing this shirt. And everyone was like, what team is that? I'm like, it's called Team Ambit. They're like, huh? What is that? I'm like, well, I'm glad you asked. So, guys, I, I, I'm telling you, sometimes getting someone's attention and making an approach is awesome. And then to close, as Lane mentioned, right, one of the coolest things about this business, and as, as I'm sure everybody knows, right, the cost of entry into this business through Ambit Energy, $75? Wow, I'm telling you. I know people this weekend who went to the movies, okay? I was there just a few days ago watching this cool anime movie in the movie theaters. I get to do it almost for free because I have a monthly subscription to a particular, you know, theater program. I'm not going to mention them or anything like that, but I've got this cool subscription. Let me watch three movies, okay? For free, any format, any kind of, you know, movie, foreign, this, that, or the other. There are people there with their movie tickets, with their date, with their popcorn, with their drinks. You know they've spent well over $75. Well over $75 just to watch a movie and kind of blow along with a bunch of wasted calories, <laughs> right? So for that same amount of money, right, that same amount of money, or maybe going out and eating a nice steak or whatever, right? These days maybe steaks are way more expensive. I don't know. But the thing is, $75? Some people look at me. I mean, I've, I've prospected people looking like, so is it $75, you know, now and then again, $75 every year, $75 every month? Well, how does this work? And I, I tell them, it's, no, it's just $75. In fact, we lowered it from what it used to be around $529 down to just $75. And for your first month, your OPEX, as I call it, or your overhead is zero. The second month, and by then, you've already got the hang of getting your customers it's only going to be about $30. And they look at me like, are you serious? That's it? I'm like, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. That's it. And I tell you all that today. I mean, if, if someone's looking, let's pretend even for a Dairy Queen or a McDonald's or some other kind of franchise, everybody knows. I don't need to even talk about it. Really, everybody knows. You're going to pay a lot more than $75 to get started, right? And most businesses, 
take a lot more. I mean, just myself registering a DBA at the local county costs more, right? Going to the state to incorporate as an LLC costs more. Going to the SBA to get your loan and all that stuff put together and get a business plan together costs more. A lot of things cost a lot more. I've been there and done that. And I'm telling you, this, it's like a no-brainer, right? And, and, and of course, we're not looking for zombies, but, <laughs> but I'll tell you this, right? Someone who says, oh, I, I don't know if I have the money, at that point, uh, I'm telling you, the, po- the point ought to be where you ought to ask them, well, it's exactly the reason why then you should find a way to make this happen. Because if you don't have $75 to spare to start an incredible business opportunity for yourself where you could easily have the potential to make that back in a few days or weeks and maybe even triple it, maybe quadruple it, right? then you ought to find a way to make it happen. You ought to make this happen. We're not looking to buy a car. We're not looking to buy a house. We're not even looking to rent an office for commercial leasing, right? $75. It's really not that expensive. So that objection of the money objection, which is a major objection, right? Along with the time objection, the check with the spouse objection, and the let me think about it some more. I have some questions. You know, With those kinds of objections, the $75 really shouldn't be an objection. All right, I'll pause there, Lane, and and kind of give the ball back to you. <laughs> sure. You know, I, I think what I hear you saying is, you know, a lot of people I ask them, you know, what's the object of be if I was at let's say a professor at a school teaching economics, and you know, I ask the class, hey, what's the goal of being in business? And and you know, anybody that knows the goal of being in business, raise your hand. Of course, everybody in the class raises their hand, and they go, I know, professor, I know, I know, it's making money, it's making money. And everybody kind of agrees, and everybody's got their hand up saying, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the reason why you get in business, to make money. And I would say, absolutely not. That's not why you go into business. You go into business to make a profit. And so if you think about it, most people that go into businesses, what happens is, how do they go into business? There's really two roads they can take, the linear road and the road we're going to talk about tonight, which is the smart road. And if you think about starting a business, how do most people do it? They go out, they get an SBA loan, they borrow money from their parents, they go get a bank loan, they tap into their savings. Uh, you know, they have to hire employees, they have to rent a location if it's a brick and mortar. They've got to have insurance, they've got to get all the licensing, they've got to maybe get an LLC, uh, get an attorney, a tax attorney, a CPA. Uh, you know, they have overhead that's running out the gazoo. And, you know, they might have borrowed 10000 50000 100000 some even for franchises over a million dollars, and they still haven't made their first buck in the black. And I want you to think about that for just a minute because, look, in Ambit Energy, you can come into Ambit Energy, and this is the story that you need to tell people when you're sitting across from them at the Starbucks, you know, and you're pushing that Starbucks cup of coffee across in the middle of the table and say, look, this is Aladdin's lamp. I'm going to allow you to rub on it today and have a couple of wishes that can actually come true through our business. But, you know, you need to learn to tell stories to put in perspective what I call horse sense selling. Horse sense selling is where you're telling people and sharing information with people that makes common sense that they don't have the ability to object to because you're making so much sense that everybody is there kind of bobbing their head going, yeah, uh, you're right. That is that is true. People do go out and spend a tremendous amount of money and never make a profit. A lot of them end up filing bankruptcy or having all kinds of tragic things happen to them just by trying to step out on the diving board and becoming an entrepreneur. So just keep in mind that you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to start a business that can potentially make 
and has made millions of dollars for other people. Now, whether it's part-time and you're just looking for just a way to make some supplemental income, I get it. It's okay. But look, at 75 bucks, you have the potential to get your return on your investment back within the first week or two weeks. I can't promise you that, but I will tell you that most people do. And if they do, then you, let's say you make a hundred, 200, $300 within the first month that you're in the business, you own a profitable business from the get go. Think about that. You're, you're, you're actually more successful than somebody that's gone out and got a huge bank loan and spent a hundred thousand to start a pool company, you know, or start a lawn service business or a cleaning business for God's sakes. And so that's what's the beautiful thing about Ambit Energy. You don't have a lot of capital risk to take a chance, you know, in losing a lot of money and not being able to be successful. And as Alexander talked about, most of us go out on a weekly basis or biweekly basis and buy a steak and a potato or maybe go out to a nice restaurant and spend way over 75 bucks. Or we go buy a, a business suit or ladies buy shoes or a purse or whatever. You spend way over 75 bucks. So the question becomes is, you know, are you going to invest money in yourself? Uh, and this is you talking to a prospect. Would you invest money in yourself? In other words, would you bet on yourself $75? And, you know, you, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. And so most people, when they get out here in the world and they go from, let's say, high school and they get that first job at McDonald's or Taco Bell or, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken or whatever job they get, they get paid an hourly wage. They're making what's called linear money. They get paid X, Y, Z per hour for so many hours working. And the really sad thing about it is right now is corporations aren't even allowing the employees to work 40 hours a week to have them qualify for the insurance that they need for health insurance. Is that sad or what? So these are the stories that you're telling people when you're talking to them. You're bringing them to reality, okay? And you're not lying to them. You're not pulling the wool over their eyes. You're not trying to make up some kind of cockamamie story, you know, uh, about life. You're, you're actually saying this is the way it is. And, that, uh, and keep in mind that most of the people that you're talking to have taken that linear marketing road. They're getting – and I don't care what profession they're in. If they're getting paid by the hour or by the job, they're in a linear line of marketing. In other words, they're only getting paid for what the work they do per hour or per job. And the problem is with that, they have no ability to earn what's called a residual income. Now, I never knew anything about residual income until I was introduced from a friend when I asked, hey, you know, sales, uh, insurance salespeople, um, it was mentioned that they made residual income. And I said, residual income, what in the heck is that? And they said, well, that's where they sell a policy, and then they get paid over and over on the premiums uh, for the life of that customer. And I said, wow, that's pretty good, because I was in the car business. I only got paid one time when I sold a car, and I saw the taillights hit the pavement. One time I got paid a commission. They got paid over and over and over again on something they did last week, last month, and last year, which was to sell an insurance policy. And for years I continued down that road uh, until finally back in – 1988, actually, with Excel Telecommunications, a guy came to me and he says, hey, you know, we're starting a new company. We're going to network market telecom services, one plus dialing. Back then, it was, you know, Ma Bell pretty well controlled everything, and they deregulated the telecommunications industry. And he said, how would you like to get paid every time somebody picked up the phone and dial one, the area code, the number? 
I said, what are you talking about? Well, I'm saying that if you sign up a customer with our company, every time somebody pays their phone bill, and keep in mind there were no cellular phones back then. I mean, there were brick phones that you carried around or maybe a car phone that you had in your car. But if you were going to call grandma, you were going to dial one, the area code, the number, and it was going to be Ma Bell. There were seven regional Bell operating companies that controlled everything. But what happened was is through a judgment of competition and the fact that Bell had to swing their doors open wide and allow free competition to come in the marketplace, a guy by the name of Kenny Trout and Steve uh, Smith, two other guys that I met in Austin, Texas, actually. I met Kenny in Dallas and Steve in Austin. I was living in Austin at the time. That's how I met him. And Steve was the first guy, God rest his soul, that said, look, how would you like to get paid in direct proportion to your talent and ability? And every time somebody picked up the phone, dial one, the area code, the number, just like an oil well, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you're going to get paid. And I told him, no, I went back to selling cars. It was a crazy deal. You know, I said, no, that's all right. I appreciate it. Guys. I, I just, I don't know if that's going to be for me or whatever. And it took me almost a year and it's too long of a story tonight for me to tell, but it took me almost a year through my mom and her persistence of saying, hey, you might want to check this Excel thing out. And I was very successful at the time doing some uh, selling of educational, motivational, and inspirational programs, but I was still unemployed every time I made a sale. And finally, I got together with Steve, and I got together with Kenny, and I said, okay, I'm gonna, I'd like to take a look at the car, uh, this, what you're doing. And guess what? Within the first five years, we were the fastest company ever to hit a billion dollars in revenue, breaking Microsoft's uh, goal to a billion. We, we were the first company to ever do that, and we married the concept of network marketing and long-distance service. And that's how the compensation plan, truthfully, of Ambit was birthed, because out of that company were spawned many, many leaders, myself, Philip Eckhart, Steve Thompson, Brian McClure, Ronnie Kirkland, I can go on down a long laundry list, and I was the first presidential director with the company, one of the first national, if the national training director that trained a lot of the people early on. And why did I have that opportunity? Because before, I was working with Leadership Management Incorporated out of Waco, Texas, SMI, and I'd already had that background and experience, so I took what I'd already learned and applied it to Excel, and we became phenomenally successful because we did something that had never been done in the industry successfully before, and that was to marry the concept of network marketing and a service. So we couldn't touch us, smell us, take us home, deliver us, uh, you know, give a presentation because we were long-distance service. It was a revolution in the marketplace of capitalizing on the deregulation of telecommunication services. Well, guess what? We had a long run with that company created lots of very, very successful people. As a matter of fact, I personally sponsored Philip Eckhart into Excel, and together we made a lot of dinero, okay? And that's why when I retired and we both took a break after Excel went public on a New York Stock Exchange and uh, we continued to move forward, but what happened was the industry changed in telecom, and because of that, I elected to retire. Philip elected to retire. We took a break from the industry but then I got a phone call from Philip years later, and he said, hey, Lane, there's a new company that's starting in Dallas, Texas, and we know that you had a lot of success because, personally, I worked with you for many, many years, almost 15 years with Excel. And what they're going to do is they're deregulating, believe it or not, electricity. And this is in 2006. 
they picked up the phone, called me. I went to Dallas. I met um, Chris Chambliss, and I, uh, of course, met <clears throat> the founders of the company. And what happened was is history was made because we repeated what we did with Excel, myself and Philip and uh, Brian and Steve and um, all of the people that had come from Excel. We, we already knew the vision. We already knew that that was possible. The only difference was is instead of making pennies on the dollar, we were making dollars on the dollar with electricity. Let me take a drink of water here. I'm so excited. And the reason why I'm excited is because I'm excited for you those of you that are listening here tonight, because you don't have to do what we did in the beginning to start the company way back in 2006. You don't have to do all of that stuff. You don't have to, you don't have to recruit somebody for almost 500 bucks in the business. You don't have to say, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And this is going to happen. And that's going to happen. You know why? Because it's already happened. You're already working for a billion dollar company. That's owned by a multi-billion dollar company. The track record is already there. You don't have to apologize to anybody. And in order to get started in the company, it's only 75 bucks for God's sakes. And the first month on the back end of your services of, you know, all your back end office that tracks, measures, monitors your, your customers, your consultants, gives you all the information on the uh, training tutorials that you can plug into, all that's done. And it's only 30 bucks a month, round it off. So you get to operate your business on computer and on an app anywhere in the world. You could be in Argentina. You could be in Zurich, Switzerland. You could be in Tokyo, for God's sakes. And if you got an attitude and a laptop, you can be successful with Ambit Energy, believe it or not. And as, well, the other qualification is you have to be able to have a Social Security or federal ID number and be 18 years old. But other than that, in 75 bucks, okay, you're in. Now, why am I telling you all of this? I'm telling you, and I don't mean to take time away from uh, Alexander. I'm going to get to him in just a second. He's, he's got a lot of good, valuable information to give you. But I just want you to understand that this business is, when we talk about closing to kickoff, what we're really talking about is what we really do in this business more than anything, and that's to sell our story, to tell our story. And so I'm telling you history that gives you information that you may not have ever had before that that this that ambit was just wasn't an idea that just kind of birthed out of its own it was a culmination of many many successful people from graduating from telecom to the the power of the energy business and taking all of that talent and ability all of those conceptual ideas and bundling them up into what is now the largest most successful direct sales energy company in the world that's what you work for and you get an opportunity to represent that company for 75 bucks and $30 a month. And that should be something you should be proud of because, look, people are going to be here today, gone tomorrow. They're looking. But this is not a get-rich-quick business. This is a get-rich-slow business. Why? Because it's a real business. And it's a huge difference between being a fly-by-night and we got this pyramid deal and we got this deal going here and you can get up two up and buy up. And, you know, uh, you know, a marketing plan will just sit there and look at you unless you've got something to back it up and it's something that's real. Now, what is real? What is real is the product that you sell, ultimately energy. Why? Because you can't live without it. Just turn it off and find out how long you last. You can't even charge your cell phone. It's going to be the first bill that you always pay that you make sure that you pay is what? Your electric bill. 
So you couldn't be in a better, more stable business. I can assure you that. I don't care how many solar uh, farms they put out there. I don't care how many, you know, windmills they put out. I don't care how they produce energy unless aliens come and land in a spaceship somewhere with some magic cube that gives us all electricity. You're going to still be in business. And I've been with the company out going on 18 years. Okay. So it's not a business that, you know, that you can't be proud of and that you can't dig in like a blue Alabama tick, as my grandmother used to say. You know, you got to dig in and not let go. And you've got to be fired up and excited and motivated and enthusiastic about what you're doing. And you've got to communicate that with people with stories and tell them, tell them the facts of life. Sit down across from people and spend quality time with them to explain to them that it doesn't matter. You know, what they do, if they're on a linear plane and they're getting paid by the hour, that's all that's ever going to happen to them. They're never going to have an opportunity to break the ceiling, to break out. And what's what, you know what I saw like about Ambit? I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what your educational background is because it really means nothing. All of that means nothing. In other words, it's a level playing field for everybody that joins the company. The one common denominator you have to have, you got to have heart, and you got to have a goal and a dream and a desire, and you got to have fuel, which is your personal goals, dreams, and aspirations that you want to link up and tie up with the financial vehicle, and that's what AMBIT is. It's a financial vehicle that allows you to take the checkered flag, okay? So let's talk real quickly here, and I'm going to bring – Alexander and Alexander, we talked before the call, and uh, you know I didn't get a chance to introduce you. First of all, I consider you one of the best public speakers and trainers. I saw you at Ambition. I was so impressed with you, your enthusiasm, how you train, how you talk with people, uh, your your leadership skills. I know you're going to do great things with our company. That's why I do appreciate you always being with me and on the call and helping me uh, to do these calls and do other things that we're doing together uh, in the Ambit business. Uh, but we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, some basic principles of closing sales, and the ability to close sales is invaluable to your success as a professional in Ambit. But that doesn't mean you have to be a hard-nosed closer because that's not what we do. What we do is we tell our story. We first qualify people up front, that's the first step, to determine whether or not we want to even spend any time with them because it doesn't – you can't drag somebody – kicking and screaming against their will through the doorway of success. Do I need to say that again? Because a lot of you have hard heads. You don't drag people kicking and screaming against their will again, you know, through the doorway of success. What does that mean? That means, you know, you've got to pre-qualify people and you've got to ask them up front, hey, if I, if I could, would you, if I could show you a way that you could make you a little extra money in the energy business, work with me and your total investment would be 75 bucks. Would that be something that might be of interest to you? Would you invest in yourself 75 bucks if I can show you how you can make some extra money? Yes or no? And then you shut up. You be quiet. And the only thing you're going to get back is yes, no, or maybe. you got a 66% chance of making a sale or bringing somebody in the business. Uh, you know, that's pretty good odds. That's better than Vegas odds. So the first thing you do is you qualify. And how do you do that? You ask them up front of a closing question. If I could, would you, if I could show you a way how to, you know, own and operate your own profitable business in the energy business and your total investment would be 75 bucks. Would that be something that might be of interest to you? Now, why do you phrase it that way? Because 
you took what is the number one objection in any selling situation, which is money, and you put it out on the table and you laid it out on the table there for them to get comfortable with. It's kind of like, excuse the expression, it's kind of like a snake, you know. You, you're laying the, the, the biggest objection right out there on the table, and you're getting them comfortable because, look, if they come back and they go, 75 bucks, you know, I don't have 75 bucks. Well, if they don't have 75 bucks, it doesn't mean they're a terrible person, but they sure certainly need an opportunity. What it means is you haven't communicated to them the value of the opportunity because if you did a good job of telling the story and putting them in front of the story and you communicated that properly and you had the right enthusiasm, okay, through knowledge comes belief comes enthusiasm. If you had that right enthusiasm, then they're going to go 75 bucks. Heck, I'll go hock my guitar and get 75 bucks to get started. You're damn right I got 75 bucks. Tell me more about it. And that's what you that's the responses that you need to be getting back from the people you're talking to. But if you feel like you're pulling wisdom teeth to everybody you're talking to, you're doing it wrong. Why? Because you're not horse sense selling. You're not sitting down across from somebody and getting into telling people what the reality of the situation is. So Your thoughts and feedback. Give me some thoughts and feedback there, Alexander. All right. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Y'all, um, <laughs> I'm just over here listening to Lane uh, almost mesmerized. And, there, and the reason I say that is because in my introduction to Lane, like I told y'all, 35 plus years of doing this work and being in the trenches, he already shared all that with you, and I don't need to sit here and blow any smoke up uh, his chimney or anyone else's for that matter. As we have seen in our slides within the business, and, and hello to our you know, wonderful guests who are listening in for the first time to hear about this opportunity. You know, if you come to one of our BPs, you see the slide that says, made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. And there isn't a truer statement than that, other than that we would never sacrifice our integrity for growth. That was the founding motto. That is our lifeblood, and that is who we are. And the reason I say that is because having spent time with uh, Lane Winsett, right, having had the honor of personal one-on-one time with this incredible mentor, I got to glean a lot of things from him personally. And one of the things that I'm blessed to be able to do, part of my ministry, part of my disposition, and, you know, my ability to do, you know, judge people and character and so on and so forth, uh, is being able to garner, you know, the type of person that he is and, and be able to tell that, yeah, he's not just saying this. Uh, he has the results to back him up, right? He has the 35-plus years of experience to back this up. And when when you start working with someone like Lane Winsett or any number of other top leaders, you know, our NCs, especially our, you know, yellow jacket-wearing millionaire club members, right, we get to learn something amazing. As Jim Rohn would say, um, it's not about the million dollars. It's who you have to become. And it's who you are becoming as you get to that goal. And that's the thing. It's who we are becoming. And it's who we are becoming, not so much as salespeople, because this industry that we're in, right, this niche, especially in the energy industry, made it with the network marketing industry. It's not known or called the sales industry, or it's not called, so to speak, you know, sales marketing industry, anything like that. Most people know it as network marketing, for sure. Networking, that's foundational. Relationship marketing, that's foundational. Of course, we're part of direct sales. So I'll say that. We are definitely going directly to our customers. And that's what's beautiful. That's why J.D. Powers honors a company like Ambit Energy 
five times, you know, with the J.D. Powers Award for customer satisfaction. And as Emerson Fuentes says every time he does a presentation, right, well, who do you think gives the customer the satisfaction? We are the ones who get to do that. That's what it means to be a representative doing marketing as an independent business consultant. So I got to say this, listening to Wayne, you know, uh, to, to Lane, uh, it's amazing that uh, he really broke it down and told us, look, it starts, the history begins with the telecom or telecom industry, right? Telecommunications industry. And then it got, you know, transferred into what was called deregulation. In fact, that's a great question as an opener, even to get someone's attention. You know, have you heard of deregulation? Or as sometimes, you know, David Nunes would say, you know, hey, curious question. Um, you know, anyone who uses electricity? <laughs> of course, people are going to look at you like, what are you crazy? I know everyone who uses electricity. Yeah, absolutely. These are great openers. But we get to, from the opening to the closing. Lane just touched on an amazing thing. It's that if I could, would you, right? That's, um, there, there's about a dozen different ways to close. We don't have time to cover all of these tonight. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, and, and, and Lane is going to talk to you about this a little bit later, he's planning on having maybe one or two more of these sessions where we really get into the different types of closing. For today, for the sake of time, and to keep it you know, brief on my part, because I'd rather listen to Lane and learn from him, even on this call, um, then, then, you know, offer my ideas because I'm still learning, guys. And what I'll tell you is this. What's great about that, and for me to be a little bit vulnerable here, right, sometimes people may look at a rank or a title or whatever and, and, and may feel like, well, gosh, I don't know if I can get that yellow jacket. Oh, I don't know if I can get to NC. Yes, you can. And yes, you can, right? Yes, you can. You can. And as Henry Ford would say, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Because it really starts with your belief. And that's really what Lane is telling you here. He's helping you shore up your belief in who you are and your calling. Because you had a vision. You had a why. And you still do. Sometimes people tell me, I've had people on my team tell me, man, that burning desire that I had, it's gone pretty much. I feel like the fire is out. And I tell them, yes, okay, that happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. And you could even ask Lane. He could tell you there's probably been one day or some time when Lane wasn't on fire the whole time, right? Where he was like, hmm, I got to do something to stoke those embers, right? Ask anyone like the top, say the Duncan, for example, right? Top NCs, everyone knows them. And there's so many others. I'm just happening to mention them because I was just hanging out with them just a couple of nights ago kind of thing, right? In person here in Houston. And why do I say that? Because I have those days. So when someone tells me my burning desire is now barely glowing embers, and I say, okay, great. You know what you can do? Remember your why. Why did you start this business? Because your why is your most powerful fuel to pour on that glowing ember. And it will burst into flames. And speaking of bursting into flames, if you've ever listened to Darren Hardy's Making the Shift, and it's a great story that I first heard thanks to E.C. Miguel de Sequeira. He told me Alex's son, and he had uh, acute lymphatic leukemia, right? And anyone who's heard his story, you know, right? That was his big why, his son, Chris. And today, if you look at Chris, a fine young man, a great teenager, right? Growing, learning, learning from, especially from his dad, you know, and it's neat to see that story. Why? Because Darren Hardy says, look, if I laid out a plank, you know, let's say 20 foot across and asked you to walk on it, and said, I'll give you 20 bucks, would you walk on a plank? And of course, absolutely. And if I put that same plank on top of two buildings tied to each other with this plank separating the two buildings, right? And it's about 20 stories high, 
I asked you to walk across the plank for 20 bucks. Would you do it? Most people are like, no way. There's no way. Why the heck would I ever do that? Now, let's pretend on the other end of one of the buildings, you've got your child or spouse or family member, and that building is on fire. You're the only person who can get across and get them out. Would you do it for your son? Would you do it for your spouse? For 20 bucks, the person would say, you don't even have to pay me. Of course, I would run across the plank to get my son out of that fire. Of course, I would run across to get my child, my spouse, whomever, right? I would do that to rescue people. I get it. You get it. We all get that because that's a why. Something shifted there, right? Fundamentally, the paradigm shifted. Right? That why gives you enthusiasm. That why lights up your fire. Because if your fire is dead and you're sitting in front of somebody who's looking at you going, okay, you know what? I got the 75 bucks. I'll make the time. I'll figure out a way to make this work, even with talking to my spouse or whoever I have to to clear all this. But man, you, you don't seem so enthusiastic about this. You don't seem like you even believe in this stuff. It sounds like you're reading off a script in front of me. I'm not so sure I want to team up with someone who isn't on fire. And I'll tell you, Steve Thompson talks about this, right? No, be, be enthusiastic. You've got to have that. Lane talks about that. When you look at your Blue Marlins, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to one of Lane's talks, even last week right? When he spoke, he speaks about the blue marlin, right? What do they have? They have a glow. That glow is that fire. <laughs> it's that passion. It's that thing that says, no, I've got a why that is bigger than all my no's and all my disappointments and all my uh, sense of overwhelm or whatever you want to call it, right? That why that says, I know why I took that first step. And I know that why will get me to the next step at least. Because sometimes, as Martin Luther King Jr. says, and in honor of, you know, the month that we celebrate Black History Month and all that, I got to tell you, Martin Luther King has this amazing, amazing statement. It says, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But whatever you have to do, keep moving forward, right? Keep moving forward. Sometimes we get stuck, and sometimes we get stuck even while talking to a prospect, and the way to you know, get unstuck is to get back to your why, is to really authentically, as Lane would say, connect with them and find out what is their why. Why would they want to be interested in this? Not so much as, well, I need to make an extra buck or I have a bonus running. I got the kicker bonus. You know, I need somebody on my team. I need to add some customers. That's your why. But what's their why? What's their pain point? What is it that we are trying to solve for them? Is it maybe that and 99% of the time that I've spoken to somebody that said, hey, um, you know anybody who might be able to uh, use help with lowering their light bill or their electricity bill? Like, what if I could help them lower their bill? Do you think someone would be interested? I'm, literally, I've never had anyone say, no, I don't want any, anyone lowering my light bill. I, I don't know anyone who can have their light bill lowered or wants their light bill lowered. Everybody wants their light bill lowered. And if we tell them even that, hey, look, we have an opportunity where over time, if you get about 15 customers, a little bit more maybe even, like you can get an average of your light bill for the energy part of it completely paid off, right, up to whatever the average is. And you can explain a little bit to them, say we have this free energy program as a way to just introduce them. Most people that I've talked about, they're like, wait, so tell me what that means. And I'll tell them, and they're like, well, that's pretty cool. And I go, well, how about making a little bit more money along the way? 
by becoming one of our consultants because then not only do you get the free energy program, you get paid along the way. And for them, it's like, oh, okay, well, what do I got to do for that? Well, here you go, right? That's one way to close that. There are so many ways, guys, and I just want to share this really quickly to let you know that if you're willing to work with Lane and this call and jump on it, I promise you he's going to find a way to share with you the many, almost a dozen different ways to close people and meet every objection. Because behind every objection are the things that he talked about, things like qualifying people properly, right? The really best way to qualify people is to get to know them. If we don't know their pain point, if we don't know what our value proposition is, then we'll never match them. We'll never get to match them with our value proposition. It'll almost always feel like, ah, I'm going to try to get them on my team somehow. And that's awkward for both parties, for both parties. But if we get to a place where we say, you know what, man, I see they're struggling. I see that they have this pain point. I know what their pain point is. I get to write, write into that, speak into that and say, look, I have a value proposition for you. I have what I think could be something that could be very beneficial for you. you you've got a few minutes for me to just invite you to something that's coming up. And so you don't need to do a presentation, right? The idea of getting them to come to a presentation where you can listen to people like, you know, Jeremy Hennessy or Kevin Duncan or whoever's doing our BPs Monday nights, right? We have this great opportunity to bring guests, great opportunity to bring prospects, and of course your teammates, right? You get to listen to these seasoned professionals who do these amazing presentations, right? Emerson, Julia, uh, Mimi, Shakela, on and on, right? They're all on there. They'll do the presentation. So all you have to do to tell them is just go, hey, look, I, I can't tell you all that right this second. I'm just learning about all this. Just got started. I've started seeing the benefits of being part of this and working this business. How about you join me this coming Monday evening at 7.30 Central Time online. It's a free Zoom, 30 minutes of your time, and you'll get to see the whole thing from professionals. And that's what happens. And then on a Sunday evening call, National Business Builder call like this, hosted by Lane, you get to hear some amazing techniques on really understanding people, getting to know them, finding out where are they hurting, and where could we be a really good match for them, as opposed to some agenda or some ulterior motive or something, right? Because it's not about us. It's about them. It's about how can we give them an opportunity to say, look, join me. Let me give you a hand. Come be part of this. Check it out. Only 75 bucks. You'll probably spend that much on a weekend drinking away coffee or drinks or eating food. None of that's going to help you build a business. But this investment could start you on a path, on a journey to incredible freedom. All right, all right Lane, I, I'm going to pause there for now. Well, I think you made some fabulous points and some uh, great addition to the call, and I thank you for it because, uh, you know, I always like to say um, you got to be a people of Mike Tyson right upside the head. People are asleep, man. They they really need uh, a punch. Uh, I hate to say it, yeah. not physically, but not literally, <laughs> but but they need a Mike Tyson, and and you have to. The only way you can give somebody a Mike Tyson, a mental Mike Tyson is you have to be fired up and excited and motivated and committed, and you have to believe in product, service, company, self, you know, and, and it's yeah. absolutely critical. And, and there's no easy way to get there other than through knowledge. Why are you on this phone call tonight? Because you're gaining knowledge, and this knowledge will, like, drip, like a rock dripping, you know, a, a 
water dripping on a rock. Over a period of time, it'll bore a hole in a rock. And so, you know, through this knowledge comes the belief, and through the belief, that manifests enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, as you probably maybe heard, if you've ever heard me before, is the unsaid conversation that goes on between you and the prospect, you and the customer, you and the potential recruit that says, I don't know what you're selling, but I want a piece of it. They're so, yes. I don't know what that guy is selling, but I want a piece yes. of it. And so they want a little piece of you when you're fired up and excited because they can feel the energy. It's when you put on your magic cape, your magic dust. It, it allows you to walk through walls literally and do things that even uh, surprises you when you get to that point. But you can't, there are no shortcuts to that point. The shortcut, or if there is one, is what you're doing tonight, and that's making the commitment to internalize information. Now, what's the next thing you need to do? Through you know, space repetition, internalization of information, hearing, seeing, doing over and over and over and over and over again is what formats the hard drive, which is your subconscious mind, to allow your conscious mind, which is the operating system, and it's just like a computer, uh, that to have a reflex of thought in order to do things like have an effective approach. Remember, all of the stuff that we're talking about tonight, unless you have an effective approach where you can approach people both on the cold and the warm market, uh, you're never going to be successful in this business because there's a saying, I'd rather be a master prospector than a wizard of speech and have no one to tell my story to. That means that you can be a great salesperson, but if you're not talking to anybody, you're not selling anything. And that brings me to what I call the sales problem identifier, because if you're having problems right now uh, in your ambit career, I'm going to give you a couple of things that are going to it's going to wake you up and give you that Mike Tyson tonight on the phone. And that is the fact that if your sales are low, there's only two reasons. And look at it like a forked road. Once again, a forked road uh, to the reasons why your sales are low. First of all, if your sales are low, it's because you're giving too few demonstrations. Now, what does that mean? That means you're not talking to enough people. You either have call reluctance or you have an inability to set up interviews. Those are the two things that cause too few presentations. So if you're having too many or few demonstrations or the ability to tell the story, then call reluctance is what? The fear of what? Rejection. Fear of rejection is one of the greatest things that will stop you from success in this business. And so the only way to overcome, you say, well, Lane, how do you overcome the fear of rejection? I, yeah, you're right. I do have it. How do you overcome it? There's only one way. You have to have a greater fear of the no, a greater fear of the rejection than the fear of not being able to accomplish your, what Alexander talked about tonight, your why, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. They have to have a crystallization of the thinking where you crystallize your thinking where you're you can taste it smell it touch it feel it that's why i always tell people look if you want to go out and recruit a bunch of good people in the business go spend a million dollars and go shop for the things you want in life go out in in life and be a retail shopper a, a secret shopper and and keep in mind pulling the wool over anybody's eyes. You're not hoodwinking anybody when you go out and look for a new car or you look for a new house or you want to have a swimming pool in the back or you want to have new turf foot on the front or maybe some new uh, a new roof or uh, whatever. Just be, be a consumer and get bids and get prices of things. And when somebody talks to you, if you want to go out, say, look, you know, I just got involved with a new energy company. It looks like I'm going to be coming into some money and I'm finally giving myself 
permission to be able to dream again. Now, don't you think if you told that to a salesperson with varicose veins, with open arms waiting for you and your message that's there retail, working at a furniture store, bell to bell, nine to nine, don't you think that they're probably going to go, what? You're with an energy company? and you're What energy company are you with? In other words, and you didn't tell them a fib, did you? You told them, I just got involved with a new energy company. It looks like I'm going to be coming into some money, and I finally got myself permission to go out and shop for, for some things. Now, let me just tell you, Mr. or Ms. Salesperson, I'm not going to buy today, but I am going to buy something, and I'm going to decide what I want to buy. And if you happen to be the salesperson that treats me right and, and you know can give me the information that I'm looking for, then when I do get in the position, I will certainly take you in consideration. You see, the first time you meet somebody, they're a stranger. The second time you meet them, they're an acquaintance. And the third time you meet them, hopefully you've made a friend. And you don't spill your popcorn in the lobby before the picture show. So let's say you go into the furniture store. Let's say you, you've you been looking for a queen or king-size bed. You want one of them that vibrates and goes up and down. And, you know, you've got your wife who likes it soft. And, you know, uh, you may like a harder, firmer mattress. I don't know what you like, but you need to go out and find out what you like. You need to go lay on the mattress. You need to go see what the prices are. You need to find out about the pricing and the financing or whatever. And you need to pretend like you've got a million bucks in the bank. And you need to get a yellow five-subject notebook, write a million dollars on there, and go out and spend it as if you had it in the bank. See, this is the big hurdle that we all have to jump in our minds is, is that we have to say, well, I don't have a million dollars. I can't do all that. Yeah, you do. It's just a matter of time until you have the money to buy the things you want, the materialistic things that you, you know, sure, there's a lot of philanthropic stuff you're going to be able to do later in life when you have a bunch of money. But most people want a new car, new house, new furniture, new flat screen television, you know, materialistic things. And God put it on these planet for us. So it's not something that's that we're doing wrong. It's okay to it's it's okay to be a consumer, for God's sakes. But here's what you're going to find when you go out and shop for the things that you want life, you're going to find out what you really want to buy because you might've thought you wanted an Escalade, but you find out that, Hey, you know, these Lincoln navigators, <laughs> I kind of like them a little better. You know, I thought I wanted black with, you know, a uh, black interior, but you know, I, I kind of like this dark blue with this blue leather. I don't know what you like, but neither are you unless you go out and explore. And then when you talk to the salesperson, be honest with them, carry in a notebook. You want to, you want to get a, a salesperson excited? If you're a real consumer and you're taking notes, you're eventually going to buy something. Make notes. Spend quality time with them. Ask questions. But while you're asking questions about the product or service you're wanting to buy, you're also asking, hey, where are you from? Are you from Houston? You got any kids? Where did you graduate school? Uh, tell me about your hobbies. Oh, you like golf. I noticed your golf out there. What are you doing? You're breaking the ice, making friends, finding common ground. And this is the business that we're in. We're in the people business. You see, you could drop me out of an airplane with three-by-five cards anywhere in the world, and within a matter of time, I could probably have, you know, 25, 30 of those business, uh, those three-by-five cards filled out with their name, address, and phone number, okay, because I'm going to ask them, look, you know, I know you've been here at the uh, – how long have you been working here, for God's sake? What time does this place close? It's almost 9 o'clock p.m. tonight. You're still here? Oh, yeah, i got to work till after 10 to close out and do all the other stuff. I say, well – Listen, I, first thing I want to tell you is I'm very impressed with how you handle me as a customer. Now, don't lie to them if they didn't handshake you and didn't treat you right as a customer. D next. But if they did treat you good, compliment them on that. 
compliment the salesperson. Say, you know, you did a great job. I, I just, I tell you what, I've been out shopping for beds all day long, and you have been the most enthusiastic, the most knowledgeable salesperson I have met today. And I, I just want to tell you, you, you need to get paid in direct proportion to your talent and ability. You are too talented to be here. Now, don't tell the boss that. And it might even be the boss that you're talking to. That's okay. Be honest. Because if they are good, they are in the wrong place. And a lot of them are in their closet on their knees praying that somebody or something will happen in their life that will change their life for the better. Something will come to them. Dear Lord, please help me make some more money. I cannot take it anymore in this retail environment. You know people like that. A lot of you listening on the phone have been in that environment. So you know firsthand. You can speak firsthand to these people. You have the opportunity to save them from the hell that they're going through. They're in a rut. You know what a rut is? That's a grave with the ends kicked out. And it's a terrible place to be. I've been there myself. I broke down literally crying because I couldn't feed my family. So you have something to offer. You have something bigger than you think that you're giving people. You have hope. And I'm telling you, that's a, that's, other than your personal testimony with regards to your religious faith and belief in God, there's nothing more powerful than helping somebody save their soul, but you can also save their pocketbook. So go out and give some people some mental Mike Tysons, and you'll be very successful in your ambit business. Now, in closing... If you're not closing sales, remember we talked about too few demonstrations, call reluctance or inability to set up interviews. If you're not closing sales, you either have poor prospecting techniques or poor sales techniques, and we talked about that tonight. Just like Alexander said, the close that has sold more products and services ever in time is if I could, would you? If I could show you a way that you could own and operate your own profitable business in the energy business and work with me on a part-time basis where all your training, your support materials, and everything you needed to get started, as well as a major corporation that's a billion-dollar company to back you up, if I could show you a way that we could work together to make that happen, and would you invest $75 in your future, yes or no? And once you get that down, once you get an opportunity to really understand the power of the if I could, would you, and you start asking people that question and you start pre-qualifying them up front to make sure that you're not wasting your time, you're going to become a master prospector, a super successful Ambit consultant, and I know you'll go out there and not only change a lot of people's lives financially, but you'll also acquire what is really the true gift in Ambit Energy, and that is having a friend that you never knew you had for life because you just met them through the company, through your prospecting ability and through your ability to go out and meet new people and greet new people. So in ending, guess what we have coming up? And I want to thank Alexander. Hang tight because I want everybody to thank him uh, before we call it a night. But on the 18th, I have Stephen and Danielle Lee. These are Millionaire Club members. They've been in the business a very long time. They're very successful in this business. They know the ins and outs. They have a beautiful family, and that's really what we're going to talk about on the 18th with Stephen and Danielle Lee. We're going to talk about the power of AMBIT and the role that it plays 
in the family and how important it is to have that conversation with your family when you make a commitment to be successful in our business and the fact that it's just like a corporation or just like anything else and the teaching experience that those children, grandchildren can go through when you expose them to the Ambit Energy business as an entrepreneur because it is so critical that they don't fall into the trap of the Taco Bells and the Kentucky Fried Chickens uh, and uh, working at, uh, you know, the Starbucks, for God's sakes, for hourly wages. They need to become entrepreneurs. They need to understand that there's another avenue of revenue that's out there for them that they can work for. There's nothing wrong with them having a good job and starting a job and earning, earning some money. But what we want to talk about uh, next week is the family. So if you have anybody in Ambit that has kids or grandkids, or you have kids or grandkids or a family, or maybe just you're married and you you want to know, you know, you need to have that corporate call, corporate meeting, if you will, with your family to sit down to talk about the goals and the dreams of the family. And, and in doing so, what that does is that alleviates the tension when uh, the dad or the mom or both are having to do what? Go to opportunity meetings, go to trainings, go to special events. And then speaking of special events, we have uh, in ending tonight what is the most important next to our national convention and pending event coming up, kickoff 2024. I cannot begin to emphasize the importance of you plugging in both either virtually or physically, which is what I would ask you to do. I would ask you to beg, borrow, handcuff, hogtie, and kidnap yourself uh, hop in your car and fill the car full of gas. If you got to sleep in your car, literally, you're going to make history by being there. And I don't mean that sincerely. There's the, the 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 floor of network marketing at the seabed of network marketing. Successful multimillionaires is covered with people that made a commitment that didn't have two cents to to rub together that made the effort and said, No, I'm not going to watch it virtually. I'm going to hop in my car and I'm going to drive. And I'm going to come to that event, and I'm going to be there come hell or high water. And my suggestion would be is that's the, com- that's the type of commitment that you can't get in a virtual situation where you're rubbing elbows with the people that have been successful. You're being able to handshake the corporate staff and the executives that run this company, and you're going to have uh, the pulse, if you will, of the company and also be exposed to all of the things that we talked about tonight. And once again, your belief factor is going to just absolutely skyrocket and it's going to inoculate you going into ambition where you then can set your goals to become on that next rung of success, whether it be a senior consultant or, you know, or a regional uh, consultant or executive consultant and even a national and even uh, attain higher degrees of success as well as um, becoming a, in the Millionaire Club, which I know that all of you, like Alexander said, it is possible. So I'm sorry I ran over a little bit tonight. It's 10 o'clock. We did it. It was one-hour call. Uh, I just want to thank Alexander, you, Thomas, for being on the call tonight. You did a fantastic job. I want to thank all the other people that have joined us tonight after the Super Bowl and made that commitment to be on this call. You don't know what it means to both of us that you guys did that. We delivered the goods on our end. God bless you all. I'll look forward to seeing you uh, coming the 25th of February or 24th of February. 
but also keep in mind that all of this information is in your power zone. We have the $25,000 challenge that the company has come up with. They're, they're putting $25,000 on the table for you to participate in, and then lots of other bonuses that are also out there that you can achieve going into uh, kickoff 2024. So I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to open up the call and make sure that we uh, have an opportunity to give Alexander a uh, shout out for the great job that he did tonight. God bless you all. Have a wonderful evening. And I look forward to see you up in um, the uh, kickoff. Texas Law, Arlington. In Arlington. Yes, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, thank you, Lane. I got to thank you so much. Just super grateful to be on here. Thank you so much, everyone, for being part of this. Looking forward to seeing you all at the next event and the next event, especially at kickoff 2024, Game On. I'm registered. I'm looking forward to being there virtually. And I can't wait to hear the stories of all of you who are going to gather in person. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be an incredible event. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alexander and Lane. Thank you, guys. This is Sabrina. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Thank you so much, guys.